didn't even know the pageant was even happening. Schadenfreude. That's what I got to say. <laughs> Schadenfreude. The joy at finding somebody else's uh, misfortune. Pain, yeah. 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 I mean, what do you think? Like all these... If I was one of those people on Family Feud, yeah, uh, and I had like you know said something that he thought was dumb, that he thought was dumb, and then that's every episode. Yeah, he makes fun of his audience or his uh, um, contestants way more than anybody else yeah. I've seen in game shows. Yeah, if he did that, and then I saw that watching this Miss Universe pageant, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> suck it, Steve Harvey. <laughs> How does it feel? You think something that you feel, and you said mailbox. Whoo- Steve Harvey, you crowned the wrong Miss Universe. That's it. That's all you got to do. But to be fair, if Steve Harvey had not messed that up, would you even know the Miss Universe pageant had happened? Oh, no. No. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, No, that's not true. I might have gotten a uh, Facebook uh, message from my mom saying that, hey, Miss Philippines won. Hey. I can't even do it. It would be offensive. That's not what my mom sounds like. It would be offensive if I tried. I was just doing a Filipino. (laughs) My mom doesn't really sound like that. Uh, well, I, all of my wrestler friends, can I say this right now? Mm-hmm. When that came out and the big story blew up and all the memes were popping and Steve Harvey everywhere, my wrest- I had a couple wrestler friends like kind of talking to each other and they were just like, work. Absolutely fake. Absolutely, it was there to get attention for the Miss Universe pageant. No I mean, chance uh, that was a legit mistake. Yeah, I mean, do you believe that? I, I don't know. You know, I hadn't thought of it like that until... And here's the deal. Wrestlers, yeah. I'll tell you this about wrestlers. They see everything as a work, yeah. as, as a fake, as, as, as a, a job. I just I, I saw the... I, I just almost could have predicted what... You know, because the other story was Donald Trump sold Miss Universe like six months ago. That's right? correct, yes. And then, of course... Of course! Well, did he have something to say about it, Brent? Was, yeah, of course. He's on Twitter going, Look... I sold it for a record price six months ago. This never would have happened on my watch. I mean, you're not wrong. Of course, you had to bring up the price. Build that wall. Build that wall. Build a wall around Steve Harvey. (laughs) Yikes. So snarky, dude. I mean, we all have a generally favorable impression of Steve Harvey, right? Why does he have to mention he sold it for a record price? Well, Donald Trump, sure. I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. I sold it for a record price. Uh, I'm over Donald Trump right now. I am too, I'm not going to lie. I guess I'm just over him. Like, uh, the bit has faded, <laughs> you know? It's too ridiculous now. He's like the drunk guy who gets on stage at the open mic, mm-hmm. and then for like a minute or two, you're like, oh, he said a couple, oh, he's drunk, he's on stage, said a couple funny things, and then he like goes for his 40th minute, and you're sort of like, all right, dude, I think it's yeah. we're done. Uh, hardcore like Ben Folds 5 fans, which I am. You are? I don't know if anyone who listens to us, if they are. We'll 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 know this. Uh, the Donald Trump, the act he's doing right now is called an Uncle Walter because Ben Folds thinks about this guy. It's like, yeah, my Uncle Walter uh, sits okay. in his chair and talks about everything he'd do if he was president. You're uh, talking about like the drunkle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I get you. That's that's the, t- t- the the term that I love. What a perfect place to be if he were president. Yeah. But he's not. But uh, he has nowhere near politics yeah, or exactly. anything. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week, Mister. Oh, by the way, hey everybody. <laughs> Could you believe I got this far and forgot to mention that you're listening to Raisin Brent, and I'm Rain. And I'm Brent. <laughs> and you're pausing in- inexcusably. What was well, that? Well, you know, I'm giving myself a pause out of respect. Respect for what? Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about fantasy football later, right? Oh, Jesus. Out of respect. Pete. Well, we got some things to talk about. We got NFL Week 15. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good week. We're talking about your fantasy football team. <laughs> we have to talk about the Raisin Brand. I wonder if I won or not. Yeah, Raisin Brand Fantasy Super Bowl. Guess what, guys? We're only talking about it because for the second year in a row, Brent looks like a slam dunk to win it all again. You're trying to jinx me right now. I'm trying. Yeah. You know, you know who I predict's gonna win? Sung? You. Me? <laughs> trying to jinx. Dang it. Trying. Uh we got a little bit of bowl game talk to have right here. We can talk about some of the more obscure bowls. And uh, we got to talk about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. No spoilers right now. If you haven't seen it yet, though, come on, guys, get get it together. Yeah, go on Christmas. You might want to skip past that segment, uh, but we're going to full spoiler. We're going to talk about it, and you know what? We'll just do a segment about it because yeah. I think there's a lot yeah. we can talk about, and we're going to talk about all of that and more after three seconds of David Bowie. Shining good with Wed and Gilly and the spiders from Mars. NFL Week 15 is in the books. One of the best Monday night football games I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Brent, back me up. It was pretty boring. How, it was boring. Okay, we'll have that conversation a little bit later it was pretty on. pretty boring. It was a great game. Pretty boring That game, game was super entertaining. I, I mean, they you. scored a lot of points on the Saints defense, but most teams have scored more than that. So, pretty boring. 35 is still a decent amount to put up, though. Eh. 
slightly above average. That's slightly below average. Don't doesn't don't the Saints the Saints are about to give up like the most passing touchdowns in history. Well, I think you're just jealous because your team only scored 34 points this week against another bad defense in Baltimore. Yeah, but we'll get there in a sec. Let's open up by talking about Thursday night football. Uh, speaking of boring games, St. Louis Rams beat Tampa Bay in maybe the most forgettable Thursday night game of the entire year. I feel like there's like a Jacksonville Tennessee matchup that was way more entertaining than. Uh, Rams versus Bucks. Do we care about either of these two teams? Do we have any opinions on either of these two teams? Rams and Bucks? Yeah. Not really. Not really, yeah. I mean, other than, you know, Doug Martin's my stud running back on yeah. my fantasy team. I think the Bucks are it's up It's kind of fun to watch Jameis Winston. I'll, I'll be honest, he's been a lot better than I thought he was going to be. Uh, him and Mike Evans together. I knew he'd be pretty good. Like, honestly, I felt good about saying Winston. I mean, Winston versus Mariota. I just thought he was going to be a way bigger knucklehead than he's been. And he had his moments, but he hasn't like done anything off the field to, to get himself in trouble. He hasn't beckoned so, himself. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him credit. <laughs> give him credit for that. Uh, let's move on then. So we have Saturday Saturday games, Thursday night football on Saturday. Why do they even do that? Why do they like Monday night football, special presentation, I, I Thursday you, night? No. Thursday night. Yeah, that's just dumb. <laughs> it's so just stupid. call it what it is. It's on Saturday. The NFL on First Black of all, Network. Don't, th- Thursday night football is, is known as the, the worst game of the week. So let's all let's say, hey, Thursday, hey, Crappy game. Now it's on Saturday. Now it's ruining your weekend. Thanks. <laughs> now, it's ruining. now it's the game you're not watching on Saturday as well as Thursday. <laughs> you know, I think this just called the Thursday night game. It should just be like, you know, it's football. NFL, Thursday night football. You'll watch. Yeah, you get better with you get better results with that instead of saying it's Thursday night. Hey, bad product, but on a different night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the absolute worst game we could give you this week. Enjoy we made your... you wait two days longer for it. Enjoy your poop sandwich, America. <laughs> uh, so Dallas Cowboys, your boys. Lose again to the New York Jets at home, 1916. They're just, they're just awful. They're pretty terrible. Does, that, does this not underline how great DeMarco Murray was last season, though? Um, it, how great? Just period. I mean, let's face it. Tony Romo being injured, I don't think it's the exact reason why they're as bad as they are, but definitely they would be better if they had Romo all year, you would mm, think. Yeah. Uh, Des Bryant being hurt for part of the season. I mean, obviously not having DeMarco Murray. But I'll tell you what, the last four weeks, Darren McFadden's put up 100 yards yeah. every single week. Darren McFadden can run a little bit. But he's putting up those yards when they're behind. A, you know what I mean? There's but, a difference. But that's good because, you know, you put up yards when you're behind as a running back. Usually you got to pass the ball a bunch at that point, right? Yeah, they're running, but they're running like screen plays with him and draws and stuff like that. That doesn't mean but he's getting rushing yards. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, but that's because they're playing like a nickel defense. I'm just saying there's okay. a difference. There's just between last year when they're playing from ahead because DeMarco Murray's like. And he's grinding them down. Grinding them down. You got it. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but the how about the Dallas Cowboy apologists who were like, "Well, if Romo didn't get hurt, they're ten and three right now." Hey, here's what's the wrong deal. with you guys? Uh, you know, my team, the Chiefs. We've had to play uh, Chase Daniel last couple of years. Hey, lucky we got a good backup quarterback. I mean, it's not our fault. You have Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon and and unmentionable was other bad quarterback. Yeah, it was. Or was he in? Was he no, in Houston at the beginning of the year? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, the Matt Castle, I believe. Remember, they, signed, they said, "Oh, it? we just need Whedon to win like three games." So while while Romo's out, and we'll, well be fine. He won zero, so he won zero. Don't worry about that. Yeah, New he York won three Jets. Less than that. Got to give it up to Neil Gargiulo because they're they're up against it. They're right now the odd man looking in on the playoffs is like the seven seed. But that Jets team is way better than either either of us gave them credit for. So oh yeah, props to Neil Gargiulo for that call right there. Well, he the admitted year. it was a homer call at the beginning of the year. You know, it was, but it does it does, just like you and your Royals. It's not a homer call if it's right. That's true. <laughs> I mean, let's give it full credit. I give him full credit. Yeah. You were the one who said he got lucky and he sucks. Uh, that's not what I said. You said, I'm going to call him Gargulio. He sucks. That's what you called him. No, that's what you called him. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. Check great it. Gar- you said great go- Gargulio Mugalalio. Oh. 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 I guarantee I didn't say that. Oh. In any case, your Kansas City Chiefs win at Baltimore. How lucky have the Chiefs been here in this run? They've won eight in a row, and I want to give them credit for winning eight in a row. My pick to win the AFC West before the season started has been on a tear like no other. Mm-hmm. However, when you break down those eight victories, we'll just say you have had favorable scheduling for this entire season. Oh, you mean when we, when we won at Denver? Winning at Denver. I was looking at the games earlier. Okay. You mean when we beat Pittsburgh? With Landry Jones at quarterback. When we beat Pittsburgh? I'm just saying, and you've been fortunate. <laughs> Is that fair to say? You're about to play um, the Cleveland Browns for also, game number nine. I would say if you look at our first month, we were very unfortunate uh, then, too. You're not wrong. Yeah. No, you play. You got all your hard games out yeah. early, and you've so, rallied amazingly. So there it is. And you know who you get full credit for? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid yeah. pulled the troops back also, together. Also, you know, we had to win those eight games without Jamal Charles. Well, I mean, about half of them. You would have said, yeah. no. He, was, he didn't win any of those eight games. He, he was out. He beat he the Lions. Was, he wasn't in that Lions game. It felt like he was. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like four of him was. What are you talking yeah. about? It was Sharkhandrick West. 
You had synths of Jamal Charles yeah. running the ball for you. I'm pretty well, sure. I, I pre- you know, I pretty much thought when Jamal Charles was done, I was like, well, Season's they over. just don't have enough running but to. Look yeah. at you beating though. You know, you beat the Raiders. You you get the Raiders again. You mean still. the Raiders who just beat Denver like two weeks ago? Yeah, they did. And then they got lost to Green Bay. They lost to us. Yeah. Like let's not get crazy with the Raiders. They're up and coming, but they're not there yet. Well, I'm just saying they're they're not they're they're of the better it's teams. Not you've like beaten here. they haven't beaten ten. They're not playing Tennessee and Cleveland. And I mean, they are playing Cleveland. Well, this, they haven't beat them yet. They haven't beat a. You played Sam. Look, eight in a row is tough in the NFL, Ray, and I'm not going to let you like, no, act like a. Uh, eight in a row is tough. absolutely tough, but at the same time, you played San Diego at home. Oh, you said they were great. Uh, obviously, I'm wrong about that. And it's not like we're. Uh, how, what was the score of the San Diego game? 10 to 3. Okay, you what, guys did not even play the, well What was won. the score of the other San Diego game when we played them at San Diego? It was better. 33 to 3. So we okay. beat them by 30. But, you, but San Diego, other, let's face it, is not good. Who, who were the other games? You beat Buffalo at home. At home. Buffalo's a good team. Buffalo's an okay team. I give them, I give them, I give you credit for, but they're not great. They're like, they're not even close well, to 500. Well, they, they would look better if they had beat the Chiefs. You beat San Diego 33 to 3. You beat Denver, and that's your big de- win at Denver. Mm-hmm. That was the Peyton Manning game, the game that ruined yeah. Peyton Manning's career. Yeah. That's your, that's you retired you, Peyton Manning. You, you tip your cat to that mm-hmm. one. Tip your cat. Tip your cat. Tip your cat. Your tip cat your, might not like that. Your cat might not like that at all. Uh, let's see here. So then you had the bye week. We go back to you played us and beat us in London really, really badly. But let's score? face it. Uh, it was like like a lot to a little. 45 to 10, <laughs> I, like, I think. I if like, I'm, just, I'm just guessing. 45 be. to 10. You beat, you, again, you beat Pittsburgh. And you, at, said, you said Detroit is good. Uh, we're good. We're, we're okay, getting not well, great. There you go. But you lost to Minnesota. Uh, you, you, uh, Minnesota, you said, it was like one of the best teams in the league, They're sir. a playoff team. Okay, well then. But you lost to them, so don't. Yeah, but I'm just it. saying you <laughs> and you beat can you beat Pittsburgh at home with Landry Jones. So it's not like you guys you have him. been like setting the world on fire here. It's not like you're beating the Patriots we, we, then going and then beating we played Arizona. Yeah, we both had a bunch of guys injured that game. I mean, fair enough, but I mean, the quarterback's the most important spot. I hope you would not disagree I mean, with that. I don't disagree with it, but There I'm is a saying. clear difference between Landry Jones and Ben Roethlisberger. Is there? Yeah, uh, one of them went to Pittsburgh. One of them went, one of them went to Oklahoma and the other one didn't. The other one went to Miami of Ohio. <laughs> and he's the better quarterback. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, see, I think I could throw it to Antonio Brown. Yeah, you got, uh, but Landry Jones couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it real. Not good enough. Um, and let's. And that, during the game, you got chapped at me because I said the Kansas City Chiefs are the most boring team. I switched over to the Kansas City yeah. game, and I switched back to Carolina uh, Giants, be, even though it was still a blowout at the time. Because I, the, the, I was about what to I fall asleep chapped, watching that Chiefs game. What I got chapped at wasn't that you said the Chiefs were the most boring team. It was that you said I'd rather lose it boring. I'd rather use an ex- I lose an exciting game like See, Detroit does. And I was like, that's not what okay, I said. Any yes. That's exactly what you said. That is not what I really? said. Really? You're not going to make me pull it up off my phone, are pull you? Pull it up off your phone. Okay. Can't wait to hear you say exactly what I said. Okay, Brent, here's the exchange right here. Mm-hmm. I, I said, I started. I switched over to Baltimore, Kansas City for a bit and almost quit being a fan of football. You're like a Spurs fan if the Spurs were mediocre. You said, only a Lions fan would rather lose excitingly. To which point I said, I don't know how you do it. You said, you won eight in a row. You're desperate to troll. You have zero ammo. Me, not trolling, just being honest. That team is unwatchable, results aside. They'll slip into the wild card and lose again to a finally decent team. And that, too, will be boring. You're the one who said, I'd rather yeah, be, be, watch the Lions. That's what you implied. That's what you implied. That's not what I said ever in that exchange. And, that's like, what you said. It's, and just then the you, dumbest, like, it's just the dumbest thing in the world for any team that's like four and ten to be like, Oh, I wish my team, uh, your team's boring. I well, my team won. So uh, shut up. I didn't even bring up my team. Big you, bottle of you, shut up. You brought up my team. Anytime you bring up my team, uh, obviously I'm going to compare it to your team. Are you actually going to sit right now and say Kansas City Chiefs football is interesting, exciting? Yeah, it was interesting when we blew you out 45 to 10. Yeah, that was a terrible game. No, I, I felt no it was exciting. It was exciting because we scored six touchdowns. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, here's the deal. You're the one talking about my team. I'm only talking about your team, and your team is <laughs> effing boring to watch. I turned it back to a blowout NFC game yes. that was more interesting because at least there was fighting because there. Because Baltimore is boring, dude. Baltimore has no playmakers on the team right now. That's okay, why. I will agree. Baltimore is also boring. You didn't do nothing to help it. We don't have to do anything as Baltimore. All we have to do is run the ball and, all you do. and wait for them to throw us the interception. Run the ball up the middle, throw a dump little screen pass, throw it five yards down the field. And then it gets broken for 60 yards, yeah. And then get a 90-yard uh, interception return because, again, you're playing Jimmy Clauston. You want to talk about walking with what, Angels this year. What, what is the uh, – What is the? so I love it. Whenever your team does good, it's because they're amazing. We and are amazing. Any my teams do good, it's because you're walking with Angels. Uh, you guys caught a lot of breaks this yeah, year. You don't even pretend like you didn't catch a lot of – You have to in order to be – 
I have a winning record in the NFL. You have to, to catch, catch breaks, breaks, or you got to be the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I know. You have to everybody. catch breaks unless you're Detroit and you have a winning record, and then they're well, we, great. We've never caught a break. Oh, we went eleven and okay. five last year. We didn't catch any breaks. Yes, yeah, you did. Yeah, Not you, none. You should have been five and eleven. Oh my goodness! How dare you? Now I know you're trolling. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have the Houston Texans beating Indianapolis. Can you believe that's for the AFC South like championship? This, you're going to play the Houston Texans in the first round of the uh, playoffs unless Denver falls off the table and you guys somehow uh, backdoor into the West. Well, since we're walking with Angels, I guess we'll get that good uh, quarterback matchup again. Uh, here's the deal. You might. <laughs> you might not get TJ Yates, who's out for the year. They're on their fourth quarterback in Houston right now. Well, maybe they need to get a better offensive line. Oh, maybe. Keeps getting that. injured. I mean, uh, Here's the deal. They beat the Colts, but the Colts also don't have Andrew Luck. Does it feel like there's been more injuries this year than any year on, that you ever remember before? Yeah. Just crucial injuries all over the entire league? Yep. Which makes me more disappointed that we're not, we're not better. We're not doing anything? Because you guys haven't had that many injuries. <laughs> not real well. Yeah. On, we had a couple on defense, but yeah, yeah but overall. Matt Stafford, none of your running backs are injured. None of your wide receivers are injured. That's the most Ansa's distressing part of it all. Ansa hasn't been injured. Halotinata's been in and out all season. Uh, you know, but he's but, old. But, he's, but yeah, but he's like 31. Which is old for a football player, but yeah. overall, it's just been like poor, poor effort or something. I don't know uh, how disappointing this year. Uh, let's see here. Atlanta beats Jacksonville. I kind of didn't see that one coming. I really thought Atlanta was going to um, keep the slide. They got beat by a guy named Fozzie last week, so I kind of thought they were done. You know what, though? Like we said, like I said, no one is consistent this year. It's not Jacksonville. You know, Jacksonville's got they have a high octane. They, they have an off of T.J. Yeldon mm-hmm. and uh, Allen well, Robinson. Well, Yeldon was hurt Alan last Hearns. week. Yeah. But they still had Denard Robinson could still play a little bit. Blake yeah, Bortles could play a twice. little bit. He fumbled twice. That's Bad probably game. why they lost the game. That's probably why they you know lost what? the game. They need to teach that guy to tie his shoelaces and not fumble. Tie, his, tie the ball in his shoelaces yeah. and then make it happen. Uh, let's see. Minnesota whoops up on Chicago. They've basically given up this year, right? Chicago, they're God, done. Chicago's so disappointing. I mean, we didn't really think well, they were going to be good Remember anyway. they were winning games that they shouldn't have won? Like they beat Kansas City and then they lost all these games to bad teams. This is my point. Yeah. Again, the games that you lost, you lost to you know Chicago. Yeah, but we lost games. Look, the first three games, uh, Sean Smith. Sean Smith. One of the rates out as one of the best cornerbacks, top five in the league. He was suspended the first three games, so we mm-hmm. lost two of those games. Yep. And then he wasn't kind of in shape the next couple games. But you and then Jamal Charles got hurt right after that, and we had that horrific loss to Denver. We should have beat Denver twice. You well, here's the deal. You absolutely should have beat Denver yeah. that first time. That was literally handing okay. literally well, handing the game go. away. Uh, it just you know. You guys have been uh, 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 you you play who's in front of you, but you guys have had a decent road of it this year. They play who's this in front is of you, a team but they, it's not like they're not like they're winning by three points every week. They've you're been not wrong in a lot of those games. I'm just saying that this is probably the kind of thing we're going to see them take a step back next year when they don't have the uh, AFC North on their schedule. We didn't. We went one and three. What are you talking about? We went one and three against AFC North. NFC North. Well, you, ha- we ha- you haven't gone one and three against the AFC North because you haven't played Cleveland the yet. NFC North. AFC North. Is what I'm talking uh, about. You're playing Cleveland. No, but I'm saying we went we went really you beat bad Pittsburgh, against. You beat we Baltimore. went really bad against your division, who's not good. Yeah, you beat that's us. That's what I'm saying. We beat you, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. We lost well, to the Bears. Our division's actually kind of good. Really? All things considered, uh, it, the way it holds right now, if everything looks like it's going to be uh, the worst team in our division is going to be seven and nine. Yeah, because you're all beating up a mediocre teams beating up each other. That's fine, but seven and nine. What other division has the worst team being seven and nine? That was like the NFC West yeah, last year. Yeah, cuz there's no really good team in there to win all the games though. Well, the Packers are probably going to win 11. 11 to 5. Yeah. The Vikings That's might the win winner, 11. Though? Yeah, but they're not like 12 and 12 and 4. No, or... they're a 3 seed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh New England whoops up on Tennessee. Yep. Is that Bill, happened. Is Bella Belichick going to rest all his players? We were talking about this off air. I hope not. Yeah, cuz you got Tom Brady and you're up fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Uh that Carolina New York Giants game. Okay. What is your take on Odell Beckham? Because I had a lot of thoughts. Um, I just thought he was just a big idiot in that game, and he was just out of control. And yep. I blame him a little bit for like not pulling it together. I more blame Tom Coughlin for not taking him out of the game. Right. I mean, what are you doing? You're watching that. That's if I was the coach, I'd just be embarrassed by that behavior, and I'd yeah. have to pull. It's on. not like they don't see him doing it out have there. Have you heard the Have you heard the uh, the playback of some of the 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 Giants uh, radio no. announcers, they were just like, get him out of the game. Yeah. What are you doing? They were, I mean, they were just saying that it, was me know? yelling on Twitter at the same time in the middle of the second quarter. I'm like, uh, Beckham needs to be suspended for and at least three, one game. And number three, those, those referees were terrible. They had no control of the game. Now they, yeah. they got control of the game, but they let it start really poorly. They should have put their foot down yeah. right there in the first quarter when it yep. started. And if they would have done that, I can't guarantee he still doesn't act the fool, mm-hmm. but you have every right to kick him out before that. Yeah. When they don't even start punishing Odell Beckham until what, like the very end of the second quarter, very yeah. beginning of the third quarter. 
like they didn't even uh, by the end of the game he had it four. Was most, it was mostly in the first half that all that stuff happened, but he, but he got his penalties later. Like he had three play, personal fouls and one RPI where, where he tries to hit the guy and misses, runs over, and then runs all the way back and just like sucker punched him with his helmet, spears his helmet into Josh Norman's helmet. That was unacceptable. Or the time he punched him right in the face. That's just like so. What would have happened if he just hit him right in the neck and just killed him? Uh, you know well, what I mean? One would hope that would not happen, but well, no. But I'm saying, but well, you're, you're, you're well, taking a chance. It didn't, so we can conjecture about it, right? Well, look at uh, what if that had happened? What if he had aimed six inches loader and hits him right in the neck and paralyzes him? Yeah. Then what? Uh, then he should be suspended for at least two games. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying, though. No, for sure. The intent is still the same. No, he got lucky that he didn't injure him worse than he did. We've well, heard of like the, the theory of a sliding uh, suspension that if you injure a player in hockey, they've talked about doing this. Mm-hmm. If you injure a player for a month, then you get suspended until he comes back. Yeah. I don't think necessarily that's an eye for an eye punishment. Yeah, the best thing for all involved because sometimes it's not the intent. To what if it's an accident? Exactly. Yeah. You can't prove intent. It's very very but hard. That to do was so. that was it, intentional. It sure looked like it, didn't it? Um, I thought he was out of control the entire game. And yeah. yes, the Carolina Panthers for whatever reason brought baseball bats onto the field before the game, which the NFL has stepped in today and said no longer are you allowed to bring foreign objects onto the field yeah, during the game. But so we've what? turned into wrestling. So what? They, we've turned into they WWE. They had bats and they and they were talking before the game. And he, then he also saying. Oh, they said homophobic slurs at me. None of those things give you the right to do what he did. One, not proved. Two, so what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my whole thing. Odell Beckham. Oh, I'm sorry. You tried to like kill a dude out on the field. You were out of control for 60 minutes of so, gameplay, but they called you names, so it's okay. So instead of so instead of reporting it to the officials, yeah. I'm oh, I'm going to try to kill this dude on the field. You know what I'm going to do instead? I'm going to lose my team the game. Yeah. I'm going to lose my concentration, drop a clear touchdown pass in the mm-hmm. open field in the first quarter. Yep. And then I'm going to act the fool for the entire game. When Odell Beckham scored the game-tying touchdown with a minute and a half to go in the fourth quarter right. and started running around Cal Ripkening the entire stadium, I've never wanted a guy to lose so badly <laughs> at that point. And when they cut over, the best part, when they cut over to Cam Newton, who you, your racist uncle will say Cam Newton's a thug because he, yeah. he dances too much on the field. Never yeah. mind that Aaron Rodgers dances just as much as he does, but he gets commercial deals yeah. out of it. And that Cam Newton just they they cut to Cam Newton on the sideline. He just goes, "Okay, Cam here we Newton, go." By the way, that might have been the most dominant performance by a quarterback in NFL history. You think that he threw for three hundred yards and he ran for a hundred yards? It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, he, and he threw for five touchdowns, I believe. Right? I believe so. Oof. Five touchdowns and effortless. I mean, honestly, I watched the, that end of that game. He effortlessly guided them. He Not that the Giants' ever, defense isn't good. He looked like Vince Young in college. But Vince Young against where USC? everything just looks so easy. Oh my gosh! Yes, I absolutely. I can see it. that's the, Cam Newton. Now is who they thought they were getting when they drafted Vince Young back when he came out. Yeah, uh, Cam Newton's fantastic. I came out not really wanting to like Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I find him to be one of the most interesting, likable guys in all football right now. He's Huge a little cocky, but the, here's the deal. Okay. He can be cocky. Yeah. <laughs> if he was terrible and he was cocky, then I kind of well, would hate it. I like it. the statement. Oh, you don't like it when I dance around it for scoring a touchdown? Stop me. Don't let me score a touchdown. Like the Steve Spurrier. You, <laughs> you get know? a better defense. You know? <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, so Cam Newton. Oh, did you notice? Did also, you know, did yeah. you notice that, like, uh, his teammates weren't even backing him up? Like when, oh, when Odell? He, when he scores that, that touchdown, Perfect. you know. There, it's like there's nobody else even in the shot when he's nope. <laughs> don't want to be near him because he might just turn around and start throwing haymakers at the air. You don't want to be That's standing right. near. Yeah, he was totally. Out I mean, control. how embarrassing? Like on a scale of one to ten, how embarrassing is this for the NFL? Embarrassing for the NFL? Yeah. Oh my gosh, like a seven. Because who's the, uh, you know think about this? Who's the who's the cover of Madden this year? Well, the most interesting player, Odell Beckham. <laughs> no, uh, let's face it. The NFL's got a lot more things to be embarrassed about than a guy acting the fool on the football field. Well, but That concussion movie's yeah, about to come out, know, and but, you got guys but, with domestic but, but violence. But so that, That's my point, though. Those the, are tens. The movie Concussion is coming out, and this dude's literally L- trying to give one yeah. a concussion. Yeah. So. He's going out of his way to try to concuss. Do you see Josh Norman's reaction afterwards? Like, yeah. I'm going to get him. And look, Josh I Norman. Loved it. They fell right into Josh Norman's trap. Right. You know? But that's the kind of player he is. He's a... He's an incendiary force. He's like a. He's, he's trying like, to piss you off every he's like play. Sherman. Well, and I saw a thing where they showed an he interview. Like that, they yeah. showed an interview with Odell Beckham, uh, Odell Beckham, in the preseason, and they said, "How do you get you out of your game?" And he's like, "Well, how how do you stop Odell Beckham?" And he says, "You know, I guess get me mad." So he knows. He knows. And then, that he, that's lets the problem, then he lets himself fall into. Put it on anyway. your beats by Dre. 
listen to some soothing music, yes. and then go out on the field and do your job. That's yeah, that's right. Josh Norman is going to try to get under your skin, but Josh Norman, and let's face it, he was like he was getting in there. He was getting he in was there doing too. some stuff, but he was keeping it at least in the confines of a yeah, football. Play. At least it was like within a, a play. You were playing football and competing. Yes. That thing that that Beckham did was not competing. That no, was just that trying was to hurt above somebody. and beyond. The, the one I didn't even understand where he. I think it was Norman. Maybe a different uh, a defensive back. He put the guy in a headlock and gave him a, a bulldog on top of the pile. Yeah. And then they called the guy he he did that to for a 15-yard yeah. penalty. That's when I knew, like, oh, okay, the referees are treating him with kid gloves right now. He should have been the one getting the foul, yeah, they, and he's going to get worse. Yeah, and those, I mean, God, don't you think those refs should be suspended, too? I think a lot of refs in the NFL should be suspended. Yeah, but, 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 not, but I haven't seen any of them, like, let guys get away with fighting and launch themselves at people. You don't I see mean, that often. How, do you, how does he not get kicked out after that one? First of all, if you, to me, if a guy, same guy gets like three uh, excessive force penalties, like uh, well, two fifteen yarders should get you kicked out of the game. He, he no, he had three of them. Dude. But I'm saying two should get you kicked yeah. out of the game. Three should. I want to say three, out I want to say suspended. one could be accident. Second one, okay, you're on thin ice. Third one, you're out. You know what I mean for sure. But f- he he had four. Yeah, four total. One of them was an OPI, but still four. And he's yeah, before and he still didn't get kicked out of the game. He should have absolutely been kicked out of the game. But you know, it's the NFL and it's in New York. The uh, don't act like that didn't have some bearing on what the officials were doing, right? Uh, to be fair, Odell Beckham, he didn't earn that suspension. He didn't earn that ejection. He literally did earn it. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, Benny Arthur's Washington football team beats up on Buffalo 35-25. Buffalo has officially given up on this year. LaShawn McCoy, after losing to Philadelphia, basically threw in the towel this year. He's out for the rest of this season. Wow. I mean, do you not feel that way? He just doesn't even want to play football right now. He's well, just he's done. In, he's a torn MCL. Yeah, he he tore himself. Oh, okay. That's my that's my bold prediction. Uh, Washington right now is the is the playoff team. Yeah, Benny would have picked that right on the show. I know. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Green Bay comes from behind and beats your Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Uh, impressive victory. Uh, Green Bay did not play very well for most of that game, but when it came down to it, you got to give um, uh, Jones and uh, Rogers credit. They hooked up a couple of times with some key plays, and the Raiders couldn't answer it. Yeah. I mean, what have you seen? So it's, okay, so it's okay for Green Bay to play down to the level of their competition, but if Kansas City stays within seven points of anyone, they're just terrible. Yeah, but I've seen Green, Green Bay like beat like good teams and beat good teams in the playoffs the last few years. I have not necessarily seen Kansas City do that. Yeah. What's the big win that you guys are putting it on right now? Well, I mean, last year we beat last year we beat Seattle and New England both the two Super Bowl teams. We oh, excellent! And you guys made the playoffs. I'm just saying. You and asked then, what the two big wins were last year. They beat both. They beat both Super Bowl teams last year. Give me a playoff win. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't make the playoffs last year. That's my point. Okay, but give me give me a hallmark win. Look, we, look, we like don't have one like, either. Oh well, yeah. Well, that's, that's just like me saying when has Detroit ever won a big game? Uh, the answer is not very recently. Okay, well, <laughs> that's not a good. I mean, like, yeah, there are games in the regular season that are big games it's true uh but i'm just saying right now th- listen the last person who's going to give green bay a pass is me so i'm just saying so they given the they, they put you know what they were down i thought i i appreciated their effort and they deserve to win that game and th- you know how hard it is to me to say i think green bay legitimately won a game that was a weird game i don't know if you watched it at all. i only saw the highlights okay so eddie lacy comes out and looks really slow he's fat i love it yeah he looks really slow and then all of a sudden they're running like uh they're running one of their wide receivers, I think it was Cobb, as yeah. their running back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Fat Eddie Lacy because I love fat guy touchdowns. I also like it when a guy comes to camp 25 pounds overweight or whatever he was. He's coming in at like 265. That dude, is he just doesn't look explosive right now. He's Well, he's explosive, but only at the, only at the buffet. I'm just saying. Uh, moving forward, Seattle beats Cleveland pretty much you know, completely, and Johnny Manziel. Well, thing. we'll see if how Johnny Manziel does this week against Kansas City's defense. Have you heard the story? Johnny Manziel is actually like he's all but done in Cleveland, and all he's doing is he's uh, uh, auditioning for other teams like the Dallas Cowboys who want to sign him really, really bad. Oh, there's not. There, he's setting his he's setting his trade deal. value. I, this is such a non-story. There are not teams that really want to sign Johnny Manziel. Uh, Jerry right Jones now. wanted to draft him in the first round, like he wanted you know um, to speak with a funny accent, <laughs> like he wanted uh, antlers on his car. I'm just saying, Jerry Jones, if he could trade for a fifth-round pick to get Manziel two years later, you don't think he's, like, jumping for joy over it? He's already signed Greg Hardy, so he doesn't care about character players, right? I guess not. Keep it real. But doesn't he? I don't know. I don't see him. He's a Texas guy? I see it. I absolutely see it. And Tony Romo's nearing the end of his line, and he can't stay healthy anymore. What better reason to have an ex... Bring him in, start him as the backup, 
right? Put him in his backup, and then when Romo's done, he can take maybe a year, unless it comes to being you know thrust upon him quicker. Manziel can chill out in the back burner, you know, learn how to play quarterback a little bit, or learn under the tutelage of a great force like Tony Romo. Yikes. I don't know. I'm just saying it makes sense to me. That's all. Uh, maybe we should hold a phone a little bit on the Brock Osweiler era as he chokes. Is there any other way to say it? He choked at Pittsburgh. He's just not ready for that big stage yet or something. Because Pittsburgh comes from behind, hands it to Denver in a big game for both of them. Denver's yeah. got to play Cincinnati next week, and they've got to start gripping in their pants yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but they got Cincinnati at home with A.J. McCarron as quarterback. That's still a tough game. I don't think so. You don't think I so? I think Denver's going to win. You know, Denver also has their backup quarterback in there. Yeah. Just for example. But he's playing better than Peyton Manning did. So, you know, Chiefs walk with Angels. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of walking with Angels, A.J. McCarron gets his first win as a pro, beating the San Francisco 49ers. Does that even count? It shouldn't. Well, it was on the road, though. I'll say it counts because it was on the road. It's hard to win it on the road in the NFL, Brandon. It is hard to win on the road. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. You, you make fun of me for that and then it's, and then agree with me it's hard to win on the Well, it's hard to win on the road with a backup quarterback. It Let's is. say that. Yeah. Uh, I can't make fun of San Francisco too much because we play them next week. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope you guys lose. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be terrible. Actually, I'm cheering for you guys. Abdullah. Well, thank Abdullah. You. Abdullah. Abdullah. You know what? I'm going to change my pro uh, cover photo. I think it makes sense. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. San Diego beats Miami. And oh, God. Oh, Miami. The wheels have all fallen off the wagon. No one is consistent. Oh, my God. Uh, except for Arizona Cardinals. They go to Philadelphia and hand their butts to the Philadelphia Eagles 40 to 17. They're the best team in football, Brent. I'll say it. I'll say it every week. They're 12 and 2 right now. I don't care that Carolina's undefeated. I see, I see weaknesses in that team. I think Arizona is by far the best team in the NFC, maybe the best team in football. Even without the Honey Badger? Even with Honey Badger out, it's going to be harder, but there's enough of a team built around behind him that this is not one well, player Well, now that they have team. Johnson like really dominating at running back, you can't really He's argue it. Yeah. David Johnson goes for 40 fantasy Although, points. Although, when they just run him a bunch of times, that's boring. <laughs> not when he runs it. What he runs boring, for 80 yards. What a boring team. <laughs> I think they're an exciting team. And then Monday Night Football, Brent, the highlight of the entire season, the Lions Super Bowl, basically. This was, I believe, ranked as like one of the top three worst things we've had to watch ever. What are you talking about? That's what it was ranked on us. It got the second lowest ratings of the entire year. Thank you. Uh, Thankfully, Cleveland, Baltimore a couple weeks ago was worse. But uh, I don't understand that at all because even though the name value is there, you don't understand enough, it at all. No, because let me explain it to you. Yes, your teams are both terrible, and nobody wants to watch two terrible teams. No, I think our two teams are at least exciting, even though they're inconsistent. You have a lot of stars kind of, on kind both of sides of the ball. My point, whereas like you say, the Chiefs are boring. Well, at least the Chiefs get higher ratings than you guys. They must not be that boring. Your two teams, yeah, they both score a lot of points. Boring. Actually, Detroit doesn't score that many points. We score a lot of points on Monday. And you came over and against, you watched it. Against the worst defense. I'll take it. Yeah. Here's the deal. 35-27. Lions get off to a huge lead. Try to choke it back like it's the Green Bay game a second time. But then finish them off right there. It was awesome. Joyke Bell runs up the middle. And that's all she wrote. In New Orleans, winning on the road where it's hard to do, Brent. And I give the <laughs> Lions full credit. <laughs> it's not hard to beat the worst defense. Uh, Well... But you did say, you know what, I can't year. believe they beat, you said Drew Brees is like the best player in the world, so I can't believe they beat the best player in the world. <laughs> I, I, for one, no, I did not. Oh, wow. Once again, Brent, I, th- so good. I think we established after our text earlier, you he's just like to say something so and then good. say that I said it for the rest of time. He's so good. Uh, he's not what the reason they're what losing did you say about Drew, What did you say about Drew Brees on the show last week or two weeks ago? I said he, you, you said Drew Brees is the reason that New Orleans is losing all those games, and I said, no, it's probably the worst-ranked defense that's losing them all those games. Um, so you're going to give my Lions no credit whatsoever for a very compelling, interesting victory. They left it all on the field. It was only inter- No, it wasn't inter- it was interesting. It, it was not interesting. You know why? Yes. Because they were way ahead. 28-3. to three. Yeah. And so, they held them off. Yeah, they held them off. That's not interesting. If they're going back and forth... That's more interesting. interesting. Like, I didn't, like, in the same way that that Carolina Giants game wasn't interesting because it was all one team scoring and then all the other team scoring. That was, that's interesting, at least. Kind it's of, action. It's kind compelling. Of. Yeah, kind of, I guess. I find, here's the deal. The Lions have nothing more to play for this year. And can I just say real quick, I'm really annoyed at Lions fans for being like, you dummies, why'd you win that game? You just went from the fourth overall pick to the 11th. Yeah, that's what you said Who last night. Who cares? That's what you said last night. That is night. not what I said last yeah. night. That's what idiots online said. And that's one of the dumbest takes you could ever have. You said, great, now we're not going to be able to get Johnny Manziel in a trade. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that was the problem is the first round he's pick wasn't be, high enough. He's going to be our uh, Julian Edelman. Oh my God, <laughs> we're gonna put him in a wide receiver. He's gonna be he's a gonna slot receiver for us. Yeah, awesome. 
No, I just I hate the draft pick theory of just like, well, we're down. We may as well lose the rest of our games. Well, uh, you know, though, there's still the Lions had that strategy back in 2008 and they went 0 16. And hey, what, Brent? People are still talking about that. If the Lions go 1 and 15 that year and at least put up forth an effort to win a game, nobody is talking about that team. But still, people are talking about them because they did the strategy that makes so much sense. It's stupid. Whatever pick you get, if you're, you're it's going to be in the first 15 picks, and you're going to have a decent chance to get a decent player, and it doesn't matter because teams with high picks make mistakes anyway. So in the NFL especially, it does not flipping matter. Unless you have the number one overall pick, it does not matter. I think it matters, but I think it's dumb to like... To root against your yes, own team? I never root against Why would you ever team? do that? No. You're not a fan then. You're an idiot. Yeah. That's I, all I'm saying. I don't get that. Anyway, that's my. I just got a real. Angry. I started blocking people on Facebook in the comment section just because. Really? Yeah, I was. Just, I can't even handle it right now. Like we can't, uh... we win a game. It's a primetime game. I feel really good about it. I go online to see what people are saying, and it's just a whole bunch of just like, oh, fire everybody. Oh, why'd you have to win? Oh, and I'm like, f you. <laughs> like well, seriously, I mean, it's not like an impressive win. Like they didn't beat a good team. You know, um, they beat a game team. They, they beat a team that that brought enough effort to beat them today. Every team in the NFL is a game team. Cle- where Cle- was that whole game uh, team thing sir, with Kansas City's? <laughs> San Francisco is not a game team. Okay, well, we'll Cleveland see. is not a game team. We'll see. We'll see you next week when San Francisco beats us and you beat didn't Cleveland you fifty al- nothing. Did you guys almost lose to Cleveland? No, not even close. Yeah, was we've like, had, we, I we went to, I think went to overtime. The Detroit Lions haven't lost to Cleveland in well over twenty five years. Yeah, I think you went to overtime. Twenty five. They years. got screwed on a call like that. Always happens when you're playing Detroit. Yeah, now you're just trolling. Anyway, we're gonna come right back. <laughs> we gotta give Brent a little bit of props, I guess, for his fantasy football. Well, at least he's gonna make us, and we're gonna do that after three seconds of Jefferson Starship. Precious love. Brent, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the floor right here. Do you have anything you want to say about fantasy football? The Raisin Brent official league. Not really. I mean, I haven't won anything yet. I'm in the finals. So let's talk about your great championship. Two in a row, Brent. And I'd Mm -hmm. like to be the first to congratulate you on winning the fantasy football title again. The Raisin Brent uh, Merfolk Trophy will be yours. Does it ever work when you try to jinx me? It rarely does. Yeah, but i got to try anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So, Brent, you're in the finals. I think you do the different strategy, though, you know? Nah. It's more fun this way. Okay. That way, when you do win, I can be like, see, I called it. Yeah, that's what you will. That's, that is what you do. It's 100% you what, what I do. do. That's what you do. You call everything and then like, and then see, I'm I right. called it. And, then I, and I'm usually right. And then you never want to talk about the 90 other times when you didn't call. You called something wrong. Uh, listen, I only live in the positive space. You can live in the negative spaces if you want to, Brent. Nah. I'm going to work in the space where I picked the um, Kansas City Chiefs to make the playoffs you say, I live in the, you say I live in the negative space. You know what I say to that? Nah. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, so, so talk to me. Like, what what are you looking at? You're the favorite by like what twenty points going into uh, our uh, like Super Bowl? Fif- Fifteen points. Fifteen maybe. points going into it. So, uh, what has been the secret for all the would be fantasy players out there who could learn from you right now? I'll be taking notes. Okay. What What is the secret of your success this year? Well, besides luck, there is luck. There's always luck. absolutely luck in fantasy. You can't football. be unlucky can't and win a Super unlucky. Bowl. No, absolutely you cannot. cannot. There was a season when I was the highest scorer in the league. Not in this league, but I was the highest scorer in the league, and I went four and nine. I mean, yep. <laughs> so there absolutely is luck involved. My, I think the reason I've done well in the playoffs is I, I kind of am willing to uh, sometimes draft guys that are a little bit lower on the draft board and go for matchups in the playoffs. I look at, yep. I look at the three playoff weeks. It's important. And I, if there's guys that are close in talent, I pick the guy with the better matchups, even if they're a little bit lower. And that could be one reason that I've, you know, I went 3-0 last year, and I'm 2-0 this year. And those people don't get hurt. That helps, too. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, you, you got Doug Martin low. Mm-hmm. Although, you like fourth round, I think. So you fifth got, round. You got fifth him a little round. bit higher than uh, where I he's got been Doug going. I got Doug Martin in the fifth round. I got Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Seventh round. Because at the time of the draft, yeah. he did not get his suspended. got lifted literally the day after our that draft. That was a calculated risk. Wow. <laughs> and, and that's the whole reason you won. Because yeah. you were able to put the talent in the first few rounds around mm-hmm. it and make it happen. So talk to me about your opponents, Sung. Sung. Show me your TDs. You know what? There, there really isn't like two, uh, our two teams, you couldn't be much different. Well, first off, Sung, for the record, went 6-7. and seven. He had a losing yeah. record and made our playoffs. Yeah. So well, you're facing, in theory, a bad team. This should be a slam dunk for But I was only 7-6. Dez Flatermouse should be good. <laughs> Dez Flatermouse should be good. 
I I was only one game better than him, but but um, above five hundred. Yeah, I, I I draw a distinction there. Okay, you won more games than you lost. I won one more game. Counts. Had I won one more game, I'd have been in the playoffs too. So do you not remember the two games that I won by one point? Uh, one of them was against me. <laughs> Thank you. So yes, so. I do remember. <laughs> one point seven, I believe. It's officially. really weird because I have the I have the great quarterback Tom Brady. Yep. I have the great uh, defense Kansas City. And I have the great running back, Doug Martin, and the great tight end, Greg Olson. And then he's just got every he's just got every good every, wide receiver. Yeah. Every pickup he could have had off the waiver wire. Well, he's got David Brandon, he's got Brandon Marshall and, and DeAndre Hopkins and uh Gronkowski. There it is. So those are the three those are his guys he those drafted. are to me, those are the three guys I'm gonna have to dodge big scores against. If if I if I can dodge big scores against those three, if I you show me they're all under fifteen, I think I'm gonna win. And 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 to be fair, Belichick's talking about benching um, his starters. Well, so, and that's and, and that's, Gronk's been hurt all year. So, yeah, and you know, honestly, that's one of the other things that kind of benches the other thing that I always believe in is I always believe in having like several, three good quarterbacks because somebody's always going to get hurt. If you don't need the third one, they're great trade bait. It's for, true. Uh, and and then at the end of the year, it keeps the other guys from picking up that guy, the third guy that you have. And that way, the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world stay off their rosters to beat you. Yep, not bad, not Ryan bad theory right there. And uh, Kirk Cousins, all of who, all of whom, like if I didn't have Tom Brady, are startable guys. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you should start Fitzpatrick in that game over Brady and Cousins. We've talked about this. Actually, off I air. think he's, the th- and I think he's the third option. But I think they're all pretty good options this week. So I, I'm still scared to start Kirk Cousins after what happened last year with RG three being picked up and started just for the Super Bowl and throwing up a dog performance where the, he had Eli Manning who would have gotten him the victory against you. But if you had he stayed the course. But if you remember, uh, I did get very lucky in that championship game last year. I won by 1.2 points. That's it. If you remember what happened, RG3 actually played a great game, probably the best game he played the entire season, but he kept throwing it, and they would get tackled at the one and then run it in. It happened like three times. And any one of those any one makes of those, a difference. You, know, you talk about getting lucky. Yeah. You're basically the Kansas City Chiefs of fantasy football. Well, there you but go. But you know what? You know what? You'll I'll take, take it. it. Yeah, every time. Well, good luck to you next week, Brent. You know I don't mean that. But I know here's you don't, hoping. but I'll take it anyway. Here's my, my pick for the, our, our Super Bowl. Brent by 20 points. Look, I told, I told the other guys when we all made the money in the Final Four, I said, don't let me repeat. Don't do if it. If you let me repeat, it's not going to be. It's, I'm going to be the worst. You're basically like Cam Newton right now. Mm-hmm. Don't let me score. Don't let me repeat. Don't let me score. All right, we'll be right back. Talk a little bit of Star Wars after three seconds of Smash Mouth. Hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. Okay, we're going to spoil Star Wars now, Brent. You ready for that? So yeah, well, if you, if you haven't seen it by now, then you're uh, you're wrong, uh, wrong. And and here's the deal: just cut to the end of the show. Yeah, you no, were good. To, if you don't, if you don't want to see it. If you haven't seen it yet, you obviously don't want to see it. So just listen to what we're going to say. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Good point. Yeah. Uh, how about how polite has the internet been over Star Wars? Like all of a sudden, we're talking about royalty. Like I've seen like nobody except for Ted Cruz, the presidential candidate, spoil Star Wars on my timeline at all. Yeah, what did Ted Cruz say? He said, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say there's a certain scene involving my favorite character, Han Solo, where something pretty big happens. If you can't figure out that that means Han Solo died, you're an idiot. But oh, if you're watching Ted Cruz on an interview on CNN, maybe you are dumb. See, when you said Thank that, you. like taking myself out of the equation because I've already seen Star Wars twice, I thought, well, maybe you would say, like, well, maybe he's going to be like the first man to give birth, you know? Yeah, that that's an option. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's what anybody would get out of that. Uh, maybe uh, Han's going to say, Listen, hey, you know what? I'd like to be a lady. What, when you have a, a spoiler, it's usually because somebody died, right? That's the only thing a spoiler can be. Or they want to become a lady. Or they want to Caitlyn Jenner themselves. Sure. That's right. We think Han Solo became... Or Han, something pretty big happens with Han. He's like, there's a scene with Han. He's like, hey, you guys like my new snakeskin boots? And that's a spoiler. That's the spoiler. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, here's the deal. That's not what happens. Um, guys, Han dies. I'll put it out there. We've, we've, we've played around it enough. Wait, hold on. Here's what happened. Okay, I saw Han walking down the bridge. That's right. Towards his son. That is correct. Kylo Ren. His son is Kylo Ren, yes. Played, the, played the by Sith Adam Lord. Driver from, from Girls, who did a fantastic job, I thought. That was that guy. Yeah. I knew I recognized him from yeah. something. Okay. Yeah, girls. He was good. Uh, he, I liked him. He's good. Um, I, f- I fell asleep both times, and I woke up, and uh, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, where's Han? And my friend explained to me that he opened a restaurant and just left. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, he you said a- he died, though. 
Well, you know, his sales died. Oh, he wasn't a good businessman. He wasn't a good businessman, and he had to declare bankruptcy. Oh man, it was in it was in the it was in after the credits. You know what? I'm gonna have a uh, I'm gonna make a T-shirt that has a uh, bankruptcy on top and just say Han filed first. Jesus, oh, Pete's. <laughs> well, I told you my my T-shirt I want to make. Han yeah. died first. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. fantastic, They're and I would great. I would wear that around. Let's sell those two shirts. See who sells more. Yours will. <laughs> I think mine will. I love mine better though. Uh, your, yours in context is hilarious. Yeah, out of uh, context, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, or one like a picture of an outhouse. Han pooped first. Yeah. But not poop first. Jeez. Terrible. Uh, no, but I, that's the big spoiler of the movie, guys. Two things. that uh, The Sith guy is Han Solo and Princess Leia's son, who went to the dark side after a breakup with uh, Luke Skywalker, who yeah. was his teacher. Mm-hmm. And also Han Solo gets killed by him Han towards Solo the end of the movie. killed. Chewie, in grief, hangs himself. No, he did not do that. You oh, stop it. Wait. <laughs> you stop that right there. Um, so do you think Harrison Ford told the J.J. Abrams and said, listen, I'm going to give you the performance of a lifetime. Kill me. Effing uh, just kill me. I don't me. think so. Get me out of this franchise. I, I hate so. these it movies. Was, it was completely motivated by what was happening in the, in the movie, which was you know Han's son, for some reason, is like, I keep feeling the light side of the Force and doesn't want that to happen for some reason. He just wants to be evil, which makes him so douchey, doesn't it? Um, that he wants to be evil. I don't really understand his motivation a whole lot. He looks confused. He feels like a prepubescent kid or a kid yeah. going through puberty who just is acting out and doesn't know what he wants. He but wants, in this case, he's a super powerful so, Sith so, Lord. So he wants to be bad. And then, and I then, guess. And then he kind of, and then, so it's kind of like the only way he can really stop himself from maybe becoming good and being overcome by the love for his mom and dad is if he literally kills his dad. And then there's just no coming back from that. I guess it. I mean, let's be honest. That's why he killed him. It felt a little petulant to me. He said, "Absolutely." He says, "Thank you, thank you." And I really thought for a moment Han might just kill him. That would have been an interesting take as well. Mm-hmm. Not what I would have seen coming. As yeah. soon as Han walks on that bridge, did you not think to yourself, "Here we go. He's not making it off uh, this bridge." Yeah, for sure. There's one way he's getting off this bridge, and that's with a lightsaber through his chest and off it. I, I was just kind of like, I hope this isn't what I think it is. <laughs> but here we go. Yeah. You didn't think for a second he was going to be like, let's hug it out, son. And they were just going to walk off and get the Millennium Falcon together and fly away and close credits. No part of me actually thought that's uh, how it was going to end. But, but you also could have thought that maybe he's like, because he, it seemed like for a second maybe he was going to go with him. And then maybe, maybe for a second, maybe somebody else would have shot him. Maybe maybe somebody would have shot Kylo Ren instead. Maybe. It was kind of a clumsy death, though, wasn't it? Like it, the, the camera angles were all weird. And all of a sudden, like, poof, he was dead. Yeah. It was a little bit clunky. I don't know. I like that. What, what what did you like about the movie? Like a lot of people are going online right now and they're in Star Wars Hangover mode, mm-hmm. and I the people I saw it with have already seen it a second time, mm-hmm. if not a third time by now. Right. I don't get that. I thought it was good enough. That's my that's my. Take I will say that if you saw it enough. a second time, there were a lot of things that you didn't catch the first time. Is that right? I promise you. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Like Han dying. Yeah. For example, which you didn't catch the first time. Too. I, I don't get someone that's just like, no, I got it all. I feel but, like I got a good handle on it. Maybe, there might but, be there, but there are little tiny up. things that lead up to big things. That it, was it important? Though? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Well, if you're a Star well, Wars fan, let me tell not. you right now. You've seen it twice now. I've seen it twice. What did I miss the first time that I would not have seen? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. I mean, you're going to have to. Well, it right. depends on what you missed. You know. Fair enough. It depends on what the context is. What do you know about Star Wars? You know, I don't know if you're that deep into it. I don't read the the the, the books. I don't They're not canon anymore. No, I don't either. Because yeah. I don't believe that Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't believe that either. I don't believe that Chewbacca died when a moon hit him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fans of the books. That's all not canon anymore, so you yeah. can stop flapping your gums about it and telling me that, no, 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 this really happened. No, it didn't. When Yoda says there is another, he was talking about Princess Leia, yeah. not some guy from the books who's never referenced in any of the movies. Right. I'm sorry, guys. Your canon is dead. Go away. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, I don't think it is Leia, though. I mean, that's proven by Leia doesn't use the Force at all. She used the Force to kill Jabba. She choked him out with a chain that was not designed to choke him. She closed the chain around his neck and pulled. That's not the force. That's the force. She used force. Well, that's that's a force. <laughs> I dare you. Um, what what did you what do you think uh, uh, else worked about the movie? Because there was a lot to like about it. Definitely, some of the action scenes were super good, right? Uh, you know, the humor of Star Wars kind of the same, right? Uh, I heard somebody complain about, oh, they said the same lines. I was like, they, but yes, they, they did. The, they use some of the same lines in every movie, and that's kind of the thing. You I know got a mean? bad feeling about this. Yeah, is a recurring it. Star Wars yeah, gimmick, of course. I mean, what's wrong with that? You yeah, know? I, 
liked all that. And the, when they when they decided to go for like little bits and jokes, mm-hmm. it totally worked. When Han Solo turns and he just goes, "That's not how the Force works." Yeah, yeah. big laugh line. I that loved was, it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, that was funny. That that one guy's like, oh, "We'll use the Force." No, <laughs> that's not how it works. It's a great moment. A great moment of the yeah. well written, well performed. Uh, uh, Good job. Yeah, well earned too. Had some great moments. My favorite. Look. I know I'm in the minority. My favorite character in Star Wars has always been C-3PO. I love that. Okay. You know, they have like the Laurel and Hardy with him and R2-D2. Absolutely. And he's totally the straight man That's that ends up being really funny. Right. And I love that. My favorite line of the movie is, you know, C-3PO, I'm paraphrasing, where he comes up and says, oh, it is I, R- it is I, C-3PO. You might not recognize me because I have, because of my red arm. I have a red like, arm. Really? That was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was amazing. You might not recognize me. Wonderful. Wonderful yeah. stuff. Now, there was stuff I didn't like about okay. it. Like, what, what, Here's the deal. Before we say that, uh, on a scale of like 1 to 100, what score would you give? Or like on a 10-point scale. Uh, I personally gave the movie about an 8.2. Yeah. I, to me, it's good enough. There was a lot of stuff I didn't like about it. I think I don't like movies that are designed to be a trilogy. I mm-hmm. like it when they're able to stand alone a little bit better. Um and, and and some of the stuff I'll say in a sec. I, I thought, thought it stood alone. Lower though. points. I mean, the thing that happens at the very end—that's you know—it leads into the next movie. It kind of, but like two, fine. If, if you show what happens in the next two seconds, then that that's complete closure. But I would have been okay with that. Yeah, but you know, uh, uh what what what? what I mean, what do you, you think's going to happen at the end? Luke's going to chop her head off. Yes, that's what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, what 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 number would you put on it? Say a solid. Uh, Eight five to nine. Eight five. Okay, yeah. so you're actually you're lower than I thought you'd eight, be. Eight five to a nine. Okay. Well, I mean, no movies are perfect. I don't. You know, there's uh, there's always things you could do a little bit better. Well, we've talked about this off I, I air think, before. I think uh, in a couple of years I'd give you a better. Uh, oh sure. Score. Your time away. More from accurate. Me. Yeah. Uh, we 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 talked before this on off air. Only one movie could ever get a perfect score, and that was the Insane Clown Posse movie, Big Money <laughs> Hustlers. We've mentioned it many many times. And for me, it's The Sting. Perfect score. Or actually, you know what? Uh, you know, I believe that the the greatest. George Lucas film is not even Star Wars. It's uh, American Graffiti. That's good movie. the movie shot right before Star Wars. Fantastic. Also with with Harrison Ford. There you go. Um, but uh, I think so. You, you give it like a B plus. I give it a B minus. No, I'd say an A minus. A minus. Yeah, like an ninety. A-. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the, the things I the things I would have trouble with, and the, you know, and we'll see what happens because a different guy is directing the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a standalone movie, and then there's going to be another canon movie or, yeah, you or got trilogy Rogue Squadron movie. coming yeah. up next year. Yeah. Um, I did not a couple things. I did not like the pacing of it. I thought it moved way too fast. It seemed like they were afraid to linger in any moments and really let you enjoy the moment because they, like they introduce Finn and then it's like boom, 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 and now he's off the ship and now we're meeting in the desert and now we're spinning here and now bombs think, are falling. I like and it's that. Like they're always running. Yeah, but but if they weren't, then people would say it's too slow paced. Now here's the deal: uh, A New Hope, Episode Four. Some people say it's too slowly paced. I don't think it is. And so see that that's your personal opinion because then most people. Most huge Star Wars fans think that uh, Empire Strikes Back is the best. Absolutely. Okay. You, you hear that from well, a lot of people. And a lot of people say it's because it's more fastly paced. It's yeah. more quickly paced. But they'll also say that A New Hope is better than almost all the other Star Wars movies, including the one that oh, just true. came out. Yeah. When it's also is because it, it takes its time to develop these characters and really well, find out about these people. What do we really know about now, Finn? Now the, yeah, no, not, not, I'll agree with you on this. Yeah. They, there are a lot of new characters. So they could have taken a little more time. I would have enjoyed yeah. that because they're basically like, "Here's your hero. Don't get to know him. Just accept that you love him and keep going." What I do it was like, a problem to me. What I do like is that um, we've gotten into some uncharted territory in Star Wars. Okay, we've never had a rogue stormtrooper before in any of the canon movies, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty cool to me. Um, it's because it's just like, oh, that's this it's is something completely different. It's interesting, yeah. Uh, and then there's the whole mystery of you know, and I I don't want anyone to tell me. I I mean, I have my own ideas. Who who is this girl? Uh, okay, who, who is this girl on Jakur? Yeah, yeah, who is Ray? Well, I'm right here. Is she? Is she? That messed me up watching the I movie. I mean, I, my own opinion is probably she's either probably Luke's daughter or I, or or just like with uh, with uh, Luke and Leia, they actually had twins and they were separated. I don't like that. My, my wife Melissa thinks that she's Han and Leia's daughter, and she I don't see be. that at all because how would they not recognize her or even know or even mention it ever? Like. There's nothing to keep like safe at that point. Well, but the empire's been beaten at that point. Uh, I think she's no, they're not beaten. I think she's Luke's daughter. Because, because I'll put it out there. I think she's Luke's there's daughter. There's still a Sith Lord out there, though. But he's a new Sith Lord that they birthed. But if it is Luke's daughter, then who did Luke have a baby with? That's the question. Yoda. Yeah, it's probably the. Answer. <laughs> well, they were training on Dagobah. They yeah. got a little freaky. I mean, I kind of like it best if she just happens to be someone that's this full of the Force. That's not someone's daughter. It would know? be great, but yeah. it's not going to be that. Yeah, she's going to be somebody's kid. I hope not. 
I, you know what? I wouldn't mind a fresh perspective or, or Bubba Fett's kid. But how great I don't even was, know. Who knows? How great was Ray? I mean, I like that character a lot. Yeah, she was interesting. And uh, I felt like you know this was the, the well, it's been the year of the the female protagonist. Sure, which is great. Uh, I you know I I I think it's great. I, I loved it in Mad Max. Sure. Uh, with with Charlize Theron's character, she was great. She was now, the star of the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but she wasn't. I don't think she was the hero of the movie, but she was the protagonist and the star of the movie. She was, yeah, right. Yeah, um, I do think in Star Wars, she's the hero of the movie. Absolutely, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I, the other issue I have with the movie is besides the pacing, which I thought was a little bit too frenetic, a little too uh, uh, breakneck, mm-hmm. was it's basically a retell. It's not so much a, a new movie as is a retelling of Episode Four, A New Hope. All the exact same moments happen, but thrown into a blender. It reminded me a lot of the Star trek reboot in that it was a lot of the exact same events just retold because now instead of having luke skywalker as the young sand person living Mm -hmm. there uh you almost have like ray is half that personality and finn is the other half of that personality Mm -hmm. come together they combine to form luke that pilot guy who we thought was dead is han solo you know all the way across the world darth vader is dude from girls kylo ren I mean, there are some similarities, but maybe that's you know maybe that's because she is Luke's daughter. You know, it, it she could be. Is, could be. A, I guess I would have appreciated a little bit more of an original plot, other than we meet these people on a, a desert planet. They well, escape the Empire and then blow up the basically the Death Star again in an exact scene that is from the uh, New Hope of flying through the Death Star and blowing I mean, it up. I get what you're Give saying. Give me something new. I get what you're saying. Maybe a sabotage mission like what Han and Chewie were doing, but make that the the, the crux of the whole thing instead of the, the right. people flying and blowing stuff up. I understand what you're saying. Thing, but it's also I, I believe it's also true that you know with, with the with the Jedi and the Sith, there's always like you know there's always one master and one absolutely. Say, all right, so they, they have to have that. And also the other thing we know about the Empire is like they're always they're like Doctor Evil. They're always like let's make the biggest thing possible that could easily be blown up, and let's not learn our lesson. That's what they do. Sure. Yeah, and how many? The other question I had, somebody brought this to my attention in my store yesterday, and that at work, uh, he said, "So this planet that absorbs the power of a sun and then has one shot to launch it, how do they design this to be so big and so expansive? But how many like shots can it really take? How many suns are in this solar system? Like, what is it like one or two shots, and then you got to go build it somewhere else? Well, that's the thing. That's I mean, it's pretty impractical." It's really, yeah. really impractical. Yeah. The Death Star at least could move but, around and take shots. But you know what? But but their whole thing is if we they kind of treat it like the the nuclear bomb uh, yep. World War Two, right? We use it once and then we just wield the power. We can use it again because maybe the maybe the other, maybe the people don't even understand how yeah. it works. Except they can't because <laughs> it's stuck on a planet. Huh. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> my, you know, my theory on that, and we'll see what happens in the sequels, yeah. but my theory on that is they wanted to build it once to see if it works, so now that they've determined that it works, they're building 30 of them across the galaxy. It could be. Like, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. I would like that, you yeah. know, but I don't know. Too many similarities, like, not enough original content for me. I, I disagree. And, you, the, and the pacing was a little too fast. I understand what but, you're saying, but... But it's not bad. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. That's yeah. the thing I want to say. Like, I'm critical of it mm-hmm. because it is Star Wars. Yeah. Had this been called, like, you know, the Bob, Sp- Bob Space movie, I probably would have given it a higher score because i wouldn't have those certain expectations now where do you where do you rank it among the star wars movies obviously you you the 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 prequels are probably like bottom three of the seven right but where do you rank the other four you know i've had somebody i've been thinking about this a lot and i i I took somebody else's opinion and i think it's the right opinion so i'm just going to parrot it Mm -hmm. uh and that's that uh episodes four and five uh new hope and empire strikes back are the two best well which one's best um uh, (sighs) I really I, I like them both pretty much equally. I probably would say that I like A New Hope better than Empire Strikes Back, but it, it's like okay. fifty one forty nine. They're both great. Uh, we would say Phantom Menace is the worst one of the bunch, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Revenge of the Sith. The second was that the second one? Third one. Third. Okay, the second Attack one. Attack of the Clones about. is the second. Attack one. of the Clones yeah. is also the second worst, mm-hmm. and then I would say Return of the Jedi and Attack of the Sith three and six mm-hmm. are right around the same level of quality to me. The Ewoks are a little bit silly, and then part three is when they get a little bit darker, and Anakin mm-hmm. murders all those children, yeah. and we have a big Jedi battle. I put them about the same, mm-hmm. and I put episode seven right there with three and six. I okay. think it's right there in the same zone. I don't know if it's any better or any worse than Return of the you Jedi. Know, you know what I've heard from a lot of my friends who are like, you know, and uh, we can tell the story. Uh, like I have, sure. I have a group of friends that we we actually waited we waited in turns. You know, in shifts outside of the Chinese theater in Los Angeles. That is correct. It was what, 1999, I believe? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a week. For That's a rough. week. That's right. We were pretty much uh, like the third in line behind these famous like people that were from Australia that were waiting in line. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
And I was actually the person that happened to be in line when the tickets actually went on sale. You know, so I bought a couple extra ones and like scalped them like crazy. Right, got to do it. One ticket for two hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're hardcore fans, and you know that's that, why you're waiting in line. That was when we were in our when uh, in our twenties. Now we're older, Ray. Can't do that. We're now. Older, and we we're like, you know what? No. We, we rented out the entire one of the entire in a, a theater at the theater where J.J. Abrams actually saw the original Star Wars as a kid. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but um, here's the deal. Now we're older. Now we're the ones paying two hundred, right? For somebody else to wait in line. So anyone, uh, anyway, uh, point I was trying to make is a lot of my friends have uh, we've been talking online, and a lot of them put it right below. They put Empire Strikes Back and then Episode Seven. I think that's only because it's recent. I, I don't, give it a year or two well, to, to to distance yourself. I don't yourself. know. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's third. I think it's Empire Strikes yeah. Back, A New Hope, and then this movie. Okay, and then probably Jedi. Uh, and then, uh, like you said, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and then way down below there is... It's Phantom Menace. It's Phantom Menace. Yeah. Although, I gotta say, it's really fashionable for people just to say that that's the worst movie and there's nothing good in that movie. There are some good things in that movie. There are absolutely some good things if, in if it. If you take that pod racing scene and you cut it in half, it's pretty great. Uh, the Darth Maul fighting scene is pretty great. It's good. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, if you take Jar Jar and Jake Lloyd out of that movie... Then it's half the movie it would be because they're the best characters... <laughs> And, and it really hype up the midichlorians, really like pump that, that and up. And that's the other thing. And that's the other thing that I really give credit to this movie. They they de-scientificified. Is that a word? It should be. They took away the science. Like they just let it be. It's a myth. It's a force out in you know. It wasn't. Isn't it better when we couldn't quantify it? Thank you. Here's the deal. If you can prove it, it's not a religion. Right. So if you can test somebody for midichlorians, that means your religion is correct and everyone should be believing it because right. you can test for it. If you can and test that for was it, where it fell down. And that means it's basically like, oh, you're just born with this. Yeah. Maybe, it's, like, maybe, maybe yeah. it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, okay, well, fair enough. Uh, yeah. That works But I me. enjoyed it. I saw it a second time. I saw it a second time because, one, I saw it that first night with all my friends and I was just kind of like, I, I honestly had like a perma-smile on my face for like the first five minutes. And also, I was just kind of like, enjoying the experience and i don't know that how much of the information i was taking i was just kind of enjoying the ride i'm i'm a little bit more cynical a little bit more uh, x's and o's i watched it trying to keep my my slate absolutely clean mm-hmm. and just take it in for what it is Pre- take the information as they're presenting it and don't love it or hate yeah. it based on previous experiences yeah. and i found myself generally enjoying it a few moments i really en- i really liked yeah uh i could see where they were going for like a uh, toy tie-in cash grab sometimes mm-hmm. bb8 was a fun character but let's face it he was born to sell out yeah, a hundred percent. But I'm okay with that. You know, that's who he is. I thought I was really going to hate BB-8, but I actually liked, I liked him. him. He's fine. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. he's fun. Uh, and uh, the other thing was, I went to see it the second time because I, I I saw standard, and then I wanted to see it in 3D. See if there's anything worth sure. seeing in 3D. I hear it's 3D. Uh, no, there was one really cool shot where uh, where there's a star destroyer, and it looks like it, you could like reach out and touch it. It's like almost oh, touching your forehead. That's, that's cool. Okay. Other than that, not not much. Nothing I, to see. Okay. Uh, wait, hold on. In the credits, the names were like really close, and then the stars were in the background. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Dig it. All right, cool. We'll be right back. We're gonna wrap up the show after three seconds of Paul Oakenfold. Guys, you can turn back in now just in time to hear us thank people and get out of Dodge. Yeah, and Han died. Han died, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> And Jar Jar did not appear in the movie. What? I really wanted a Jar Jar cameo, uh, you didn't you? To, didn't you want a Jar Jar cameo? I guess you need to go back and watch it again. See? I told you you missed something. What? Did I seriously miss a Jar Jar cameo? Yeah. You're lying to me right now. You played Kylo Ren. You stop it. I wanted, to, I wanted to take the helmet off and have the big floppy ears come out and be like, me so mad. <laughs> I think people no? would have went up and stabbed the screen. Uh. Give me an outtake then, like after the credits. Give me something. J.J. Abrams, give me something. That's all I got. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could, go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. You can always hit up our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast, or go to raybrantpodcast.com. I don't know. You can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And uh, we got people who want to thank this week, Brent. Mm-hmm. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank, thank train wrecks. wrecks. 
I do that for you every time now. Uh, we have to thank uh, Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. Got to go to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. I am loving my Sergeant Slaughter, G.I. Joe um, Facebook art. Did you see it on my... Like, I did. Right when I walk in the apartment, I've got it. amazing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to hang it on the wall pretty soon, but uh, I love it, It was more it, exciting than that football game, that's for sure. It's a great football game. Yeah. Hey, how was the food? That's all I got to uh, say. The food is great. I appreciate it. you want me to judge who's, whose food is better, your chili or Oki's... Uh, if you want to. Uh... What did she make? Jambalaya. 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 The fact you can't remember tells the jambalaya. me. Tells me who's better. No, the jambalaya. Uh, I ate the jambalaya was great. I'm not gonna try. I love it. jambalaya though. It's I'm great. almost. I love chili. I love jambalaya, but I'm almost always gonna pick jambalaya because it's you know. And that like popcorn soft, was good too. Like Grand Rapids Popcorn Company, everybody. Mm. Go get that popcorn. Hey, let's play that game. That was a pretty fun game. It's a good game. No, the deception game. Oh, the deception game. Yeah, a deception game. I bought it on Kickstarter. I just got it a week ago, and it's like Clue meets. The Who Werewolf needs, Mafia game. Were, were, werewolf and Mafia. One of you is a I, killer. Figure out who did it. I totally would have won if you knew how to be a, be a <laughs> oh, game look, runner. Look, I tried. <laughs> how dare you? And now we're just getting a little too inside. <laughs> so let's go ahead and thank David Knoll, the producer. Dino! Did not finish last place in our league, but in the other league I run, mm-hmm. lost. we had a huge lead against uh, Tom Pierce, other friend of the show. And Tom Pierce had David Johnson go for 40 points, and he won 129 Ooh. to 125. Ooh. David Knoll, out of the league after you got him to email and trash talk, he lost two games in I a row. I didn't get him to do that. To he did that league. on his own. Oh, okay. I really, no, You were in on the email. No, you wanted I was to believe not. you had nothing to do with it? I, did, I had nothing to do with it. You would never send an email to influence Trevor right. producer I was, David Knoll. I was super surprised that he did it. I really was. Uh, here's the deal. Bad job, Dino, because now, <laughs> now I'm in the finals and you got crushed. So. You really thought I had something to do with it? Honestly, yes. I, I, well, I would have, if I did, I would have, been kind of, I, I would have said, like, I love I, our I producer, to you. I love our producer, David Knoll, and yeah. he is not the kind to just trash talk out of nowhere. He so did, that's though. why I assumed it was I would tell you did. now. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I would fair tell enough. you now. It's, you know what? It was him. Props to Dino. Yeah. Enjoy your baby next year, Dino. Because <laughs> you're getting the baby <laughs> trophy, and I'm guaranteeing it. How dare you? Anyway, I'm in the finals of the other league, even though, you know what? Cool. You know how much money's at stake there, Brent? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But you know what? I haven't won it, and it's my own league, and I've been running it for seven well, hey, years. So I at least want to get know. away with something this year. I know you feel bad about that, but I might only win two fifty if I get second. So not bad. Yeah. Well, you paid seventy five. So yeah. I mean, Monopoly dollars. We don't pay yeah, real no, money on not the real line. money at no, all, I mean, like no. fake money. Yeah, we do that, but it is real though. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> is there anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Oh, Matt Stafford. Was it for dancing like Ray Lewis, like a uh, boss? That was pretty cool. That was awesome. Yeah, I'll give him credit for that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do you have another reason you want to thank him? Yeah, it, it, did he eat his own beard? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> He had a beard in the pregame. <laughs> they cut to him. He's like, I swear to God, he has no facial I hair with the chin strap he on. A, he, I think he felt he dozed off, <laughs> as fat people do sometimes. And he ate his beard. He dozed off, uh, thought he was eating some cotton candy, and ate his own beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've eaten my own beard before, so it happens. <laughs> Listen, Matt, I feel you. I feel you, brother. Uh, All right. Well, let's get out of here. Good night, everybody. Peace. You're going to have to drag me.